The following program has been paid for by the Apostolic Faith Church. From the heart of the Pacific, in Honolulu, Hawaii. Apostolic Faith Church presents the Kingdom of God Crusade. Join us now for another hour of worship with Pastor Han, the church choir, and the band. We hope and pray that you'll find this next hour a blessing. Good morning, everyone. I'm Trustee and Associate Pastor Edwin Sprout, Sr., and I would like to thank you for joining us today. We welcome you to the Kingdom of God Crusade telecast being brought to you every Sunday morning, not only here in the Valley from 8 to 9 a.m., but also in parts of California from 6 to 7 a.m. on station XTTV Channel 13 in San Diego, from 6 to 7 a.m. on station KPSE Channel 13 in Palm Springs, from 7 to 8 a.m. on station KBTV Channel 8 and Comcast Channel 238 in Sacramento, including Chico and Fresno, from 6 to 7 a.m. on station KBVU-TV Channel 28 in Eureka, from 7 to 8 a.m. on station KVME Channel 20 in Los Angeles and San Bernardino, from 6 to 7 a.m. on station KOTR-TV Channel 11 in Monterey, from 6 to 7 a.m. on station KECY Channel 9 in El Centro, California and Yuma, Arizona, from 6 to 7 a.m. on station KLSR Channel 34 in Eugene, Oregon, from 6 to 7 a.m. on station KZJO, Channel 22 in Seattle, Washington, and also from 5 to 6 a.m. on station KJZZ, Channel 14 of Salt Lake City, Utah, and parts of Nevada, Idaho, and Wyoming, and from 11 to 12 midnight on station KGBY-TV, Channel 20 in Grand Junction, Colorado, as well as from 7 to 8 a.m. on Time Warner Cable, Channel 503 in New York City. If you would like more information on our church and VR Kingdom of God Crusade telecast in its entirety, be sure to visit our website at JesusComingSoon.org. The Apostolic Faith Church, located at 1043 Middle Street, is the headquarters of the gospel of the Kingdom of God for the whole world, with the sign on the roof of the temple, Jesus Coming Soon. A landmark in Cleve for over 90 years in our prayer tower, the first of its kind in Hawaii, dedicated exclusively for prayer. The church was founded by the late Charles and A. To be Palm on August the 4th, 1923, and passed on to our late chief pastor, William M. Hahn, Sr., in 1959, who continued the gospel to its fullness. We hope and pray that this telecast will draw you closer to our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, and be a real blessing to you, our television audience, saints, wherever you are, and the shut-ins, that is, those of you in the hospitals and convalescent homes. And should you need prayer or someone to pray over you, please don't hesitate to call the phone number designated at the conclusion of the telecast. 
I would like to take this time to give praise to the Lord as he blesses the 42nd anniversary of the Belogo Branch Church located in Mindanao, Philippines. Pastor Hannibal and his wonderful helpmeet, Sister Deborah Aspera, diligently continues to serve the Lord with courage and love. And the Lord continues to bless our branch churches in the Philippines and blesses the anniversary today. We give praises to the Lord in so many ways. We can pray and thank Him for all of what He has done, for always being with us when no one else will. We testify His goodness to others for turning tests and trials into glorious victory, and we, in turn, try to live the life the Lord want, would want us to live. The church choir, directed by Emilia Hahn, are ready to sing their praises of love for the Heavenly Father by singing the song entitled, I Love You, Lord. The church choir will be accompanied by Edith Matsuki on the piano and Pohaku Carter on the organ.
Thank you, choir. Praise the Lord for that beautiful song. Now, Head Pastor Billy Hahn Jr. will direct the church band to play for you the number entitled, Lift Every Voice and Sing.
Christy Hahn, our soloist for today, will give voice to her faith and love to the Lord by singing the melody entitled, Say I Do. Christy will be accompanied by Head Pastor Billy Hahn Jr. on the piano, Associate Pastor Marvin Aming on the bass, yours truly and Mason Asano Sr. on the guitars, and Iris Locke on the drums. Many years have come and gone Since he walked upon our ground They say lies don't last so long So why his story hanging around? And why do people stop and pray To a man that's dead and gone When I ask them to walk on golden streets say i do anybody here sick and tired of living like you do anybody here wants a home with love forever say i do and they say you will never know till you walk up to that man and you look into his eyes of love and he touched the nail scars in his hand. And then if you can walk away, knowing all he died to do, that's when I'll just have to say, I guess he didn't die for you. Anybody here want to live forever? Say, I do. Anybody here want to walk on golden streets? Say, I do. Anybody here sick and tired of living like you do? Anybody here want a home with love forever? Say, I do. Anybody here want to live forever? Say, I do. Anybody here want to walk on golden streets? Say, I do. Anybody here sick and tired of living like you do? Anybody here wants a home with love forever? Say, I do. Say, I do. Say, I do. Thank you for that wonderful number, Christy. And let us continue to praise the Lord in music by calling upon the church choir to sing their second number entitled, I'm Gonna Keep Walking. Please sing along with the choir as the words appear on your television screen.
always honored to play for the Lord, and today I would like to play for you on the guitar the time-honored number entitled, Shall We Gather at the River? The Lord calls and speaks to us in many ways. His call may come in the rustling of the wind, the responding whisper of a prayer, or the shout of the victorious prayer warrior. The husband and wife duet, Mason and Tracy Asana, will put praise to song as they lift their voices and sing the beautiful number entitled, Come to Me. I would like to dedicate today's number to our Belogo branch, Pastor Hannibal, and his faithful wife, Deborah Aspera of Mindanao, Philippines. 
Pastor and Sister Espera, may the good Lord continue to watch over your flock and may continue to pour out his bountiful blessings to you both and continue to strengthen you and your family. Have a wonderful week. There is a place of refuge for the weary, for troubled souls, wherever they may be. The Savior waits with patient heart, with outstretched hand of love, and tender words, O oh wanderer, come to me. To all who hear the welcome words are spoken, to all who seek the precious gift is free, to all who long for help and peace and righteousness, he gives a blessed invitation. Come to me. There is a source of help for all the needy. They shall not lack if only, if only they will see. Their shepherd kind who opens wide his pastures green and fair and speaks in love my children come to me to all who hear the welcome words are spoken to all who seek the precious gift is free to all who righteousness he gives a blessed invitation come to me there is a crown of blessed joy immortal that all may win and wear eternally if we but heed the loving words of Christ the King divine, I am the way, believers come to me. To all who hear the welcome words are spoken, to all who seek the precious gift is free. He gives the blessed invitation, come to me. To all who hear the welcome words are spoken. To all who seek the precious gift is free. To all who long for help and peace and 
righteousness. He gives a blessed invitation. Come to me. To all who long for help and peace and righteousness, he gives the blessed invitation. Come to And praise the Lord, everyone. I'm Associate Pastor Melvin Honda, and I would like to repeat our television times, stations, and locations in the continental United States for our viewing audience, especially if any of you plan to visit or reside in California, that these telecasts can now be viewed every Sunday morning from 6 to 7 a.m. on station XDTV Channel 13 in San Diego, from 6 to 7 a.m. on station KPSC Channel 13 in Palm Springs, from 7 to 8 a.m. on station KBTV Channel 8 and Comcast Channel 238 in Sacramento, including Chico and Fresno. From 6 to 7 a.m. on station KBVU-TV Channel 28 in Eureka. From 7 to 8 a.m. on station KVME Channel 20 in Los Angeles, San Bernardino. From 6 to 7 a.m. on station KOTR-TV Channel 11 in Monterey. From 6 to 7 a.m. on station KECY Channel 9 in El Centro, California and Yuma, Arizona. From 6 to 7 a.m. on station KLSR Channel 34 in Eugene, Oregon. From 6 to 7 a.m. on station KZJO Channel 22 in Seattle, Washington. And also from 5 to 6 a.m. on station KJZZ TV Channel 14 of Salt Lake City, Utah, parts of Nevada, Idaho, and Wyoming. And from 11 to 12 midnight on station KGBY TV Channel 20 in Grand Junction, Colorado as well as from 7 to 8 a.m. on Time Warner Cable Channel 503 in New York City. If you'd like to know more about our gospel work and view our Kingdom of God Crusade telecast in its entirety, please visit our website on JesusComingSoon.org. And now concerning the schedule of gospel services here in the home state of Hawaii, services are held at the temple every Tuesday and Friday at 7 p.m. On Sunday, gospel services start at 10 a.m. and divine healing services at 7 p.m. Sunday school for all ages begin at 9 a.m. and prayer services are held daily in a prayer tower at 2 p.m. except on Fridays at 10 a.m. At our Kaimiki Branch Church located at 1361 Paloa Avenue, gospel services are held on Sundays and Wednesdays at 7 p.m. The same schedule is observed by neighbor island branch churches as services are also conducted by Pastor Reginald V. Casanara Sr. in Kanakakai Molokai, by Pastor Kenneth M. Alvira in Lahaina, Maui, by Pastor Walter I. Tinloy in Hilo, Hawaii, by Pastor Leonard K. Waiasano Sr. in Koloa, Kauai, by Pastor Hannibal Espera in Balogo, Pikawayan, and by Pastor Vesper Espera in President Rojas, Cotobato, Midinao, Philippines. You are welcome to attend these services regardless of church affiliations. There are no collections. However, if you desire to voluntarily contribute to support these telecasts and the Lord's work, you may do so by sending your donations to the address designated at the conclusion of the telecast. And now, I'd like to return our program back to Trustee Associate Pastor Edwin Sproul Sr., who will bring forth his Spirit-directed and Spirit-inspired sermon. Edwin? Thank you, Melvin. 
It has been very heartwarming and a true privilege indeed receiving your calls, written correspondences, and verbal expressions of deep admiration and esteem for our talented choir, band, orchestra, and various vocal and instrumental groups who diligently participate in the musical portion of our weekly telecasts. However, no matter how awesome their performances or presentations may be, remember that paramount and above all else on these telecasts is the inspiring word of God, for it not only quenches one's thirst, it is the very staff of life itself and truly food for the hungry soul. Oftentimes, people unwarily become attached to a preacher, a pastor, a priest, or a minister far, far more than Jesus Christ. This, in my opinion, can lead to unwarranted situations which can result in great personal disappointments such as we have occasionally witnessed in the news media at present. Man is weak, man fails, but you can be sure Jesus never fails. The star of our weekly telecasts dear viewers, is certainly Jesus Christ, and you should always hang your laurels upon him. Therefore, with that thought in mind, my sermon today is entitled, Surrendering Our Life Unto Jesus Christ. Life's problems often cause many in the world today to push their personal concerns ahead of Jesus Christ. Hence, let us always remember to surrender our lives to Jesus Christ and put him first to have total control and keep us safe from all evil, harm, and danger. Still today, some find it difficult to surrender their lives to the Lord Jesus Christ, although they know that's the right thing to do. Today's sermon topic will help draw ourselves closer and even closer still to our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. The term surrender means to give him our self-will and to yield up everything into his hands as the almighty God to guide us in our daily lives upon this earth. In other words, it means we must deny ourselves and suffer, surrender rather, everything unto his hands of Jesus Christ. Jesus Christ offers this definition in Mark chapter 8, verse 34 and 35. It reads, And when he had called the people unto him with his disciples also, he said unto them, Whosoever will come after me, let him deny himself and take up his cross and follow me. For whosoever will save his life shall lose it, but whosoever shall lose his life for my sake and the gospels, the same shall save it. For what shall it profit a man if he shall gain the whole world and lose his own soul? Or what shall a man give in exchange for his soul? The book of Titus 2, 11 through 14 also states, for the grace of God that bringeth salvation hath appeared unto all men, teaching us that denying ungodliness and worldly lusts, we should live soberly, righteously, and godly in this present world, looking for that blessed hope and the glorious appearing of the great God and our Savior Jesus Christ, who gave himself for us that we might redeem us from all iniquity and purify unto himself a peculiar people zealous of good works." Jesus Christ set the pattern for every man, woman, and child to follow when he shed his blood on the cross of Calvary as the Lamb of God to pray for the sins of the whole world. Likewise, Romans 6, 6-8 points out, knowing this, that the old man is crucified with him, that the body of sin might be destroyed, that henceforth we should not serve sin, for he that is dead is freed from sin. Now if we be dead with Christ, we believe that we shall also live with him. 
being obedient unto Jesus Christ in everything we say and do, and obeying God's word to the very letter, will keep our daily lives pleasing unto him. As we invest our complete love and faith in Christ Jesus, he will be with us through every earthly challenge, and we will then have peace, joy, and happiness. Hence, every man, woman, and child must surrender their self-will unto Jesus Christ and seek God's will in their daily lives. Jesus Christ explains this new relationship in Mark chapter 3, verse 35, which says, For whosoever shall do the will of God, the same is my brother and my sister and mother. In 2 Timothy chapter 2, verses 19 through 21, God's word denotes, Nevertheless, the foundation of God standeth sure, having this seal. The Lord knoweth them that are his, and let everyone that nameth the name of Christ depart from iniquity. But in a great house there are not only vessels of gold and of silver, but also of wood and of earth, and some to honor and some to dishonor. If a man therefore purge himself from these, he shall be a vessel unto honor, sanctified, and meet for the master's use, and prepared unto every good work. Romans 12, 1 to 3 further teaches us, I beseech you therefore, brethren, by the mercies of God, that you present your bodies a living sacrifice, holy, acceptable unto God, which is your reasonable service. And be not conformed to this world, but be ye transformed by the renewing of your mind, that ye may prove what is that good and acceptable and perfect will of God. For I say, through the grace given unto me, to every man that is among you, not to think of himself more highly than he ought to think, but to think soberly according as God has dealt to every man the measure of faith. Humility is God's key ingredient to faithful obedience that will be recognized by the Lord Jesus Christ above sacrifice, bringing mankind into spiritual agreement with him. 1 Samuel 15, 22 confirms, And Samuel said, Hath the Lord as great delight in burnt offerings and sacrifices as in obeying the voice of the Lord? Behold, to obey is better than sacrifice, and to hearken unto the Hearken then the fat of rams. It is better to obey the Lord Jesus Christ than to disobey him. And then after ask his forgiveness. Hence, obedience to Jesus Christ is most pleasing unto him. Vice having to come and seek his forgiveness because of our disobedience. Hence, Proverbs 15.33 also exhorts, The fear of the Lord is the instruction of wisdom, and before honor is humility. Humility is God's foundation to all Christ-likeness, as explained in Matthew eleven twenty nine. that reads, Take my yoke upon you, and learn of me, for I am meek and lowly in heart, and ye shall find rest unto your souls. Galatians 2, 19-20 adds this exhortation, For I, through the law, am dead to the law, that I might live unto God. I am crucified with Christ, nevertheless I live, yet not I, but Christ liveth in me. And the life which I now live in the flesh, I live by the faith of the Son of God, who loved me and gave himself for me. Jesus Christ is calling every man, woman, and child on a daily basis to come unto him and accept his plan of salvation to inherit the promise of eternal life in heaven above. Many souls today are hungry for the gospel truth, and they are earnestly seeking the salvation of their souls, but are not sure what to do. Hence, Jesus Christ spoke clearly to doubting Thomas in John 14, 6, that reads, Jesus saith unto him, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No man cometh unto the Father but by me. 
Jesus Christ exclaims in no uncertain terms who he is, and mankind must accept him as their personal Savior, Master, and Lord. Jesus Christ himself preached in Mark chapter 1, verses 14 and 15. Now after the John was put in prison, Jesus came into Galilee preaching the gospel of the kingdom of God and saying, the time is fulfilled and the kingdom of God is at hand. Repent ye and believe the gospel. And in John 16, 16, Jesus Christ declares, he that believeth and is baptized shall be saved, but he that believeth not shall be damned. This mandatory requirement is given to every man, woman, and child to be born again, which is God's spiritual rebirth plan for mankind. Hence, being born again resembles the death, burial, and resurrection of the Lord Jesus Christ. We here in the Apostolic Faith Churches in Hawaii and in the Philippine Islands continue to preach the gospel of the kingdom of God daily and on these weekly telecast presentations. Hence, the mission of the Apostolic Faith Church, and especially via these telecast presentations, is to see souls saved. When you accept Jesus Christ by being born again and filled with God's Holy Spirit, you are not joining the church. Instead, it means that you are obeying God's born-again commandment. And the gospel good news is Jesus saves, Jesus heals, Jesus baptizes with the Holy Ghost and with fire, and Jesus is coming soon. <coughs> Nicodemus heard the gospel and approached Jesus Christ after seeing the wonderful miracles of God performed by Jesus Christ on the shores of Galilee. And although he was a scholar and a Pharisee who was diligent to the law of Moses, he realized that his past beliefs could not save him. Let's listen in on the conversation between Jesus Christ and Nicodemus in John 3, 3 and 4. It reads, Jesus answered and said to him, Verily, verily, I say unto thee, except a man be born again, he cannot see the kingdom of God. Nicodemus saith unto him, How can a man be born when he is old? Can he enter the second time in his mother's womb and be born? Nicodemus' reaction to the words of Jesus Christ reflected the natural perspective of mankind. Hence, Jesus Christ gave him and all mankind this born-again commandment in John 3, 5 that reads, Jesus answered, Verily, verily, I say unto thee, except a man be born of water and of the Spirit, he cannot enter into the kingdom of God. And in John 3, 6 and 7, Jesus Christ further commanded, That which is born of the flesh is flesh. That which is born of the Spirit is spirit. Marvel not that I said unto thee, ye must be born again. Nicodemus quickly realized that he must be born again, but did not fully understand what it meant to be born of the Holy Spirit. So Jesus Christ asked Nicodemus in John 3, 9 and 10, Nicodemus answered and said unto him, How can these things be? Jesus answered and said unto him, Art thou a master of Israel, and knowest not these things? The Lord Jesus Christ admonished Nicodemus because he did not understand the simplicity of the gospel of the kingdom of God. Mankind today may also be educated in many things, but they lack an understanding of the things of God pertaining to the salvation of the soul and how to be saved. Hence, 1 Peter 3.21 explains the act of water baptism. It reads, The like figure whereunto even baptism doth also now save us, not the putting away of the filth of the flesh, but the answer of a good conscience toward God by the resurrection of Jesus Christ. Water baptism demonstrates the act of our good conscience toward God pertaining to the salvation of the soul. And it is the blood of Jesus that removes our sins as far as the east is from the west. And when Jesus Christ forgives, he forgets. 
Jesus Christ was also baptized by John the Baptist in Matthew 3, 16 through 17 that reads, And Jesus, when he was baptized, went up straightway out of the water, and lo, the heavens were opened unto him, and he saw the Spirit of God descending like a dove and lighting upon him. And lo, a voice from heaven saying, This is my beloved Son, in whom I am well pleased. Like Jesus Christ, every man, woman, and child must be baptized by immersion in water in the name of Jesus Christ and filled with God's Holy Spirit, speaking in God's unknown tongue as the true evidence showing we have God's Holy Spirit with him. Jesus Christ also declared in John 7, 37 to 38, in the last day of that great day of the feast, Jesus stood and cried, saying, If any man thirst, let him come unto me and drink. He that believeth on me, as the scripture hath said, out of his belly shall flow rivers of living water. Hence, Acts 2, 38 is God's mandate to be born again. Then Peter said unto them, Repent and be baptized, every one of you, in the name of Jesus Christ, for the remission of sins, and ye shall receive the gift of the Holy Ghost. Repentance therefore displays godly sorrow for our sin. And likewise, Peter displayed true repentance when he wept bitterly with great remorse, having denied knowing Jesus Christ three times and then had to ask for forgiveness. However, Peter received the keys of the kingdom of heaven from Jesus Christ on the coast of Caesarea Philippi and was filled with God's Holy Spirit on the day of Pentecost. He then became the prince of the apostles and a powerful preacher of the gospel of the kingdom of God, bringing a multitude of souls unto Jesus Christ. Peter's sermon on the day of Pentecost exclaimed the saving power vested in the name of Jesus Christ in Acts 4.12 that reads, Neither is there salvation in any other, for there is none in the name under heaven given among men whereby we must be saved. And on the day of Pentecost, 3,000 souls accepted the altar call given by Peter, repented and were baptized in one day. Then a few days later, an additional 5,000 accepted Jesus Christ by repenting and being baptized in the name of Jesus Christ. In addition, the entire Gentile house of Cornelius was baptized and filled with God's Holy Spirit, being obedient to Peter's preaching. The Apostle Paul also gave his powerful testimony. In 1 Corinthians 2, 2 through 5, For I have determined not to know anything among you, save Jesus Christ and him crucified. And I was with you in weakness and in fear and in much trembling. And my speech and my preaching was not with enticing words of man's wisdom, but in demonstration of the Spirit and of power, that your faith should not stand in the wisdom of men, but in the power of God. Paul talked the congregation at Corinth to take a closer look at their lives in comparison to the life of Christ. He pointed out that human wisdom is good, but the power of God used by Jesus Christ to perform the wonderful miracles far surpasses all earthly wisdom. Paul declares in 1 Corinthians 9, 19-22, For though I be free from all men, yet have I made myself servant unto all, that I might gain the more. And unto the Jews I became as a Jew, that I might gain the Jews, for them that are under the law as under the law, that I might gain them that are under the law, to them that are without the law as without law, being not without law to God, but under the law to Christ, that I might gain them that are without the law. To the weak became I as weak, that I might gain the weak. I am made all things to all men, that I might by all means save some. Paul set the example for the saints at Corinth to follow, displaying his voluntary submission in letting God's Holy Spirit do the work within us. Hence, we as Christian believers must be diligent in our daily service unto Jesus Christ and in our service unto every 
every man, woman, and child we encounter in this life. Jesus Christ defined true discipleship in Matthew 10, 37 to 39. He that loveth father and mother more than me is not worthy of me. And he that loveth son and daughter more than me is not worthy of me. And he that taketh not his cross and followeth after me is not worthy of me. He that findeth his life shall lose it. And he that loseth his life for my sake shall find it. Hence, we must put Jesus Christ first in all things ahead of everything else to be worthy of inheriting the blessing and reward of eternal life with Jesus Christ in heaven above. And in Luke 6, 35 to 38, Jesus Christ directs mankind concerning his commandment to love. But love ye your enemies and do good and lend, hoping for nothing again, and your reward shall be great, and ye shall be the children of the highest, for he is kind unto the unkind, unthankful, and to the evil. Be ye therefore merciful, as your Father also is merciful. Judge not, and ye shall not be judged. Condemn not, and ye shall not be condemned. Forgive, and ye shall be forgiven. Given, it shall be given unto you. Good measure, pressed down, and shaken together, and running over, shall men give unto your bosom. For with the same measure that you meet, wherewithal it shall be measured to you again. Therefore we must love our enemies and not hate them just as we ought to love one another. As Jesus Christ loved us, our job is to feed the hungry and always pray for them. Hence, our rooftop sign above the apostolic faith churches in Hawaii and the Philippine Islands clearly declares Jesus coming soon as a final warning to both saints and souls to prepare for his soon coming return. Doing so, we will prepare ourselves for our families and fellow saints of God to be ready for the heavenly reward when Jesus Christ returns to call us home saying, come up hither. The bride of Christ, the church, will be comprised of the saints of God who have been born again, filled with God's Holy Spirit and are waiting and watching for the return of Jesus Christ in clouds of glory. Jesus Christ encouraged his faithful disciples in Luke chapter 10, verses 23 to 24. And he turned him into, unto his disciples and said privately, Blessed are the eyes which see things which ye see. For I tell you that many prophets and kings have desired to see those things which ye see and have not seen them, and to hear those things which ye hear and have not heard them. Hebrews 11, 1 and 6 denotes this definition of pure faith. Now, faith is a substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things not seen. But without faith, it is impossible to please him. For he that cometh to God must believe that he is, and that he is the rewarder of them that diligently seek him. Our faith must be based on the word of God, and without total faith and trust in the Lord Jesus Christ, we will not be able to reap our reward in, of eternal life in heaven above. Hence, James 2.20 closes today's sermon with this thought, but wilt thou know, O vain man, that faith without works is dead? Brother James gives us this powerful explanation to help us to be ready, willing, available when Jesus Christ returns. Hence, let us surrender ourselves, our families, and our daily lives unto Jesus Christ, the Almighty God, as we faithfully prepare for his soon coming return in clouds of glory to call up his waiting church, the bride, saying, come up hither, come up hither, Come up hither. If you would like to know more about God's Word, the church, and review these telecast presentations in their entirety, please visit our website at Jesus Coming Soon. Until our next telecast, this is your host, trustee and associate pastor Edwin Sproat Sr., expressing my sincerest appreciation to each of you who have allowed us to come into your home. May the Lord bless and keep you all in the hall of his hands. And now here's the church band to conclude today's telecast with the song, Jesus Will Give You Rest.
The preceding program was paid for by the Apostolic Faith Church.